0: Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson, president of Unpacking It Ministries. This podcast is a part of our ministry that we have for sports fans, and so I assume you listening today, you're interested in sports, you're interested in in faith, and so we want to, to be there for you. And so we've got devotionals and and the podcast and events and small groups. And so we want to uh, to be a, a community of sports fans that are connected to Jesus and each other. And so I hope that you'll, uh, you'll stay connected with us. Check out our website, unpackingit.com. And also, we're going to wrap up the year with an awesome event. And so I know everybody listening today, isn't from North or South Carolina, but, but if you are and you have the ability to get to Charlotte on December 27th, we've got an awesome event. It's called the Belk Bowl Breakfast. We partner with FCA and Mike Minter. Our guest on today's podcast is the keynote speaker. And so he's got some awesome things to share and he'll give us a little taste today on the, on the podcast. Uh, but also if you want to be a part of this event, Man, we'd love to have you. And so you can go to unpackingit.com, find out information about buying tickets and buying a table and inviting some other friends to be a part of the event as well. Uh, so we appreciate your support there. And also, you can always email me, bryce at unpackingit.com, bryce at unpackingit.com. Stick around. After my conversation with Mike Minter, I've got a few thoughts to share uh, based on what, what he talked about. But right now, we're going to jump right in. Here's my conversation with Mike Minter. Our guest today played safety for the Carolina Panthers from 1997 to 2006. He was a key member of the 2003 Super Bowl team, and now he's the head coach at Campbell University, where he's been since 2013, and the team is coming off a winning season. I'm pleased to welcome on Mike Minter to Unpacking It. He will also be our keynote speaker this year at the Belk Bowl Breakfast on December 27th in Charlotte. You can find out more on unpackingit.com. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing
1: great how
0: are you doing i'm I'm doing well and and love this time of year with 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 christmas and and football heating up and <laughs> and I know for you uh you guys just wrapped up a a very successful season for your football team taking yes. taking steps in the in the right direction so as you look back yeah. what what are the big takeaways from from this year
1: well um you know one of the things that that we've really been striving for is to get that first winning um football season when I took this job over, we was dead last in division one football. So man, um, really wasn't a very good organization at that time. And, and now um, if we was in the FBS, we'd be bowl eligible. We'd be going to a bowl game right now. Yeah. Um, the fact that we in the FCS, um, we don't have that. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm just very proud of the, of the fact that we was able to um, get that first winning season in a long time um, in this program. And, and and so we headed in the right direction, like you said. The, the, I think the biggest takeaway for me is is my guys' understanding um what it really takes to play eleven weeks at a high level. Yeah. Um right before the last four season um four games of the season, um we were sitting there first place, um five and two, um and, and just really rocking and rolling. And 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 so um and then the last four weeks uh, we kind of we kind of fell off a little bit and 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 what I'm trying to um teach to my guys and preach to our guys is is that really you 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 have to be able to um to sustain that type of effort that type of focus for eleven weeks, and we all know that's very very difficult <laughs> um when yeah. you're talking to the seventeen to twenty two year olds uh, and even you know just regular people day to day trying to stay in the process. Um, trying to forget what happened, um, you know, the week prior, and, and trying to focus all your attention on on this week. We were on a four game winning streak, four and zero in conference, and I really believe that at that point, my guys had to learn how to deal with winning. Mm. And you know, people patting you on the back, people saying how great you are, and then you start believing the press clippings, and then you come out and you lose two games in a row, Ooh. and and now you you know you. You are in a situation where you have to get back out of it, and and luckily that you know we was able to do that at the end of the year. But but again, how do we learn from um, being able to stay in the moment, stay stay focused um, for that duration of the whole season?
0: Oh, that that's good, and and just that that concept of sustained success, and that's what's so difficult yeah. in sports, whether it's a season or just over multiple years. So uh, good perspective, yeah. Coach Mike Minter with us on unpacking it. And, and along those lines, too, I, I read a quote that, that you had in, in an article, and, and I just kind of want to go along with what you were just saying. You, you said, I think that's what separates great players from average players. Mm. They can make practice a game. C- can you unpack yes. that a little bit more for us? Because that's, that's a cool concept.
1: Oh, no doubt. I mean, when you think about, again, most people think about the end result. And, um, and so all their focus goes – to that and but we must understand that let's just talk talk about a game in itself um every practice monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday is geared towards winning on saturday so you can't just go win on saturday you got to win on monday tuesday wednesday thursday well the 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 thing is and, and this is where the rubber meets the road most most of what we do in life is boring Hmm. It's mundane. It's 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 repetitive. And so how do you stay um excited about the mundane? Because yeah. that's where you win. And and so even in life, when you start talking about um, you know, doing the right stuff every single day, doing it the right way, well, you know, the world teaches you, man, here goes some exciting stuff, let's go do that, hmm. right? And, yeah. and, and we got to understand how to stay um, focused um, and, and really create some type of game to excite you about staying on course, um, dealing with the boring stuff, which is practice as far as football is concerned, and learning how to make that exciting so then you give the effort and the attention and the focus that you need to to prepare yourself for the game.
0: On Saturday. Mm. No, it's so good. And it, it definitely relates to our, our faith journey as well. And so a lot of a lot of great lessons even even with, within all of that that what you're saying. Uh, really cool. Mike Minter, our guest on unpacking it. And, and and also as you talk about this past season and it was a, a really strong year, you guys were led by Daniel Smith and, and really became a, a, a game changer, red shirt freshman quarterback, led the FCS in rushing as a quarterback. So, so what was it like really watching him ha- have a season like that and, and knowing that, that you can build the, this team and the, the program really around him at, at this point?
1: Well, as you, as you know, the, the most important position on the football team is the quarterback. And um, to be able to have a young quarterback as a your freshman come in and do the things that, that he was able to do um, really gives you hope for the future. Because, like you said, now you have three more years with him, and he's just going to get better and better and better. Um, The thing that was so, um, you know, exciting to see is that I categorize people in different categories when we talk about football players. And Daniel Smith is a football player. Like, we can roll out the ball right now, and he's going to be ready to play. Okay? (laughs) So, as soon as he steps on the field, he loves the game of football and then you throw in there talent, the mm. ability um, to do things that he needs to do at the quarterback position, and then that's where you get a guy that gets freshman of the year in the conference and lead the FCS and, and rushing at a quarterback position and able to also throw uh, for 2,000 yards. So when when you look at that, you know, rush four thousand, able to throw for about 2,000, all those things, you say, man, this guy's special, and he, have, he has the the it factor. Yeah. Okay. He he remind me so much of um Tommy Frazier when he came when we came in as freshmen, um he had the ability to be calm, he had the ability to compete, and then he had the ability to raise everybody else's level up um, to to match his and and that's the type of guy that we have in Daniel Smith.
0: Oh, uh, it's it's exciting, especially as a young guy it's going to be fun to see him him develop even more in the next few years. And, and also some big changes going on at, at Campbell as, as the, the football team moves into the Big South Conference in 2018 and, and also mm. uh, adding scholarships. So, so explain yeah. to our, our listeners what that looks like and what that means for Campbell University.
1: Um, when, when, when I got here, we was non-scholarship, which, at, you know, at the end of the day, um, you asking kids to come pay $40,000 to come play football for you. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's tough. really what you're doing. So you, you're going into a living room, and you you telling them how great of a program you have and they're all that good stuff. And it, you know what? By the way, you got to spend 40000 to come do that with me. Oh. And, um, and so it, it, it became very, very difficult to do that. And you say, okay, well, all the other teams didn't give scholarships too. But you now you got to look at the ge- geographically where everybody is located. Um, we, we was playing teams that was in the Midwest, so in Iowa, in Dayton, Ohio, um, you know in Indi- Indianapolis in and Indiana. and, and so all, all, all of a sudden, those type of teams, they don't have FBS teams and FCS teams all around them. It's only them, so it's either Iowa or I'm going to Drake. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and so they had a chance to pick number three and number four to come play for their football team. Where when you look at North Carolina, you have you know 27 um, Division One and Division Two football teams that give scholarships oh, just yeah. in the state of North Carolina. So I'm getting number 28 and 29. Mm. Yep. <laughs> That's, yep. You know, so the talent level is the talent pool is not that much to pull from. And so um, you just don't have those type of people and those type of players in the state of North Carolina. So I told, you know, our, our AD and, and, and our president and, and we looked at that and, and we said, you know, to be competitive, we have to join into the twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. And, and now you give me yourself a, uh, even playing field for the type of kids that's here in North Carolina and the type of families that's here, you got to be able to give scholarships. And so now that's what we decided to do. Uh, we announced it last year, about a year ago from now. And um, and so my first re- recruiting class that that we announced it in November, and I had to go get a recruiting class uh, for February. <laughs> oh man! So the coaches did a great job I, um, of really getting us. Um, you know, a great recruiting class in about two months. Ah, and, and, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it, so the, all those guys came in. It was about twenty-one guys. We redshirted all of them, and, um, and so they'll be ready to go as far as the Big South uh, is concerned next year. So, you know, we're in a whole different ball game now. Now you can compete with the Elons, the Western Carolinas um, of the world. Um, as you begin to try to build your FCS program here in North Carolina. And, and, and I, I look forward to it. You know, the North Carolina a ts the North Carolina Centrals, um, all those guys, is, is, you know, now, now we can get in and, and, and battle with them for, for um, the talent that's here. And, and my whole goal is, is to keep the kids in North Carolina um, so they don't have to go to JMU. Um, they don't have to go to Richmond. Um, they don't have to go anywhere down in South Carolina. Um, they can stay here in North Carolina and play here at Campbell and um, and still reach their dreams and their aspirations, um, whatever that is. If that's go to the National Football League, we have done that. Um, we send three guys there. Yeah. If you want to talk about um, going and getting a degree and getting into the workforce and getting a job right out of college, we have done that too. And so um, if you want to get into coaching and get part of um, doing this, well, I, I always put my former players as quality control GA guys on my staff so they can get a chance to get started in this business. So, you know, again, when you look at the whole gamut of of really what the student-athlete life is about and really what a parent is looking for, how do I unlock the greatness in my kid? um, Campbell University is that that place. And now I get to tell the parents, don't worry about paying for it. Uh, We we got a scholarship for that. So it's been really fun um, doing it. And, um, you know, we've really been – uh, making a a big jump in our talent, and um, I look forward to next year and seeing what we can do in the Big South.
0: Oh, it's going to be great. Glad glad to hear that. Very cool. Uh, head coach at Campbell University, Mike Minter. He's also a, a former Carolina Panther, played safety from ninety seven to two thousand six. And and of course, it's it's you know heating up end of the the football season and all that. But it's also Christmas season. So so what does that look like for for you and your family this time of year? <laughs>
1: Well, listen. Uh, my my kids are um, are all um, older and and grown, and so Christmas now is about grandkids.
0: Ah, nice. <laughs> it, it,
1: it, it, yeah, it's no longer about our kids; it's, it's about the grandkids. And so, um, you know, that's the <clears throat> different phase that I'm in right now. And and um, so, you know, again, it's just a a time to to, to slow down and and um, you know recognize your blessings um, within your family and and the gift that God has given you with those, um, individuals. And, and, and so really that's, that, that's the time there. Uh, it, it gives me a couple of days to to slow down and not think about, uh, recruits and, <laughs> and meeting families and, and next season and what we need to work on. So I, I take about, a, um, you know, couple of days to, to relax and, and, but, but I'm, I'm right back at it. So, um, that's what Christmas looks like uh, as the mentor family is it's, it's, it's um, strictly um, let, let's have some fun with the grandkids but you know a couple days off and and I, I'm back at um, looking at let me go get me some recruits
0: there you go <laughs> no I, I hear you that sounds good well uh, love talking football with you and, and and life and holidays and all that but but also love just hearing about your your faith and, and as we kind of wrap up 2017, as you kind of look back, is there, is there something that maybe God really taught you this year or, or something that, mm. that you studied this year that, that really, you know, stands out or resonates with you that you'll kind of take from, from this year?
1: Well, you know, again, I, I think um, this year I, I got to see what, um, you know, the, the ability to stay focused, on the little things, mm. you know, the, 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 the boring mundane things that we talked about, um, man, that, 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 was just something that stood out to me, um, all year long, um, that I'm able to take with me for the rest of my life is, is understanding, first of all, how to break down the process, um, how to execute, because a lot of people don't know how to execute. And, and, um, and, and so you have to break down in small chunks, um, what you're trying to get done. So then you can get the big thing done. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want to go straight to the big thing and, um, and not break it down into small pieces and then stay um, focused and committed to accomplishing those small things every single day. Um, The whirlwind of life kind of grabs us and and we kind of lose focus on what we wanted to accomplish in 2017. And so I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is that, um, you know, Stay focused, stay on, stay on task, stay on them day to day things, uh, get you a morning routine and um, man, you know, you'll look at the end of 2017 and be very happy with it.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's good. Cause, cause how does that play out for you? Kind of practically as far as e- even, you know, breaking down, whether that's reading scripture or, or just in, yes. your, in your faith building, how, how does that, that work for you?
1: Well, so, so let's let's talk about just from a um, reading the Bible standpoint. Yeah. And let's just say somebody say, oh, you know what? I, my, one of my goals in 2018 is to read the Bible. Okay? So let's just say I want to read it in, in a year. Now, there's plenty of programs out there right now that um, have broken that up for you. So the schedule is already done, <laughs>
0: right? So yep, yep. It,
1: it's done in the sense of you read these many chapters of, you know a day, and And at the end of the year, you look up and you read the whole Bible, okay, so that piece is done now, what you got to understand is where does that fit into my day mm. right so for me, I get up at five a m and I call it my power hour nice. right so for the first twenty minutes i'm 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 doing something physical, so push up set ups try kick you know get the i'm 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 out of the bed, I'm on the floor right soon as I wake up at five o'clock <laughs> and I'm hitting my push ups and I'm hitting my setups. And and I'm kind of getting the blood flowing at that point. Um, then at, um, after that is, is when I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes um, getting my reading in. Mm. Okay. And so that reading uh, might be um, biblical. Um, that reading uh, might be around leadership. So whatever area um, psychology is the other piece, um, you know, building the organization. So whatever area that I want to focus on that day, is really the area that, that i read about. And then from that point, the last 20 minutes is about, um, you know, me getting a chance to, to get my prayer life, um, going. Yeah. And so, you know, you pray and you, 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 you give thanks and, and, um, you kind of meditate on what God is, 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 um, telling you. And, um, and so, um, those were when the ideas come, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. when the ideas of what God is speaking to me come. And, and so I write those ideas down and, and um and then at that point man i'm ready for the day so i prime myself um to get ready to go um knock out the things that i wanted to do um that day and so that that's kind of what it looks like right instead of looking at 365 days um instead of looking at you know 6 months 3 months 1 month um let's let's, let's look at it from an hourly basis and and um kind of break that up and and then you know, you create routines and, and they say what 66 days to create a habit and a new habit. And so once, once it's created it's you, it's part of you is who you yeah. are. And, um, and, and so at that point, that's why God tell us to meditate on his word day and night, because it, it, he wants that to become part of you, mm-hmm. who you are, not, not something you know, but who you are. And yeah. so you live it out and it becomes automatic. And so, um, that's what that power hour looks like. And, and so maybe the listeners out there can um, take that, in. and and um, I can promise you this: is that um, if you did that, whatever you put in front of you as a goal in 2018, um, you would get it done.
0: That that's awesome advice. I love it. I love the Power Hour. Very cool. I don't know if I can do the 5 a.m., but but I like the, I like the concept of it anyway. <laughs> Very cool. He's Mike Minter, head coach at Campbell University, former Carolina Panther, and and as we we wrap up. I uh, want to mention again that Mike will be our keynote speaker at the Belk Bowl Breakfast in Charlotte on December 27th. You can find out more at unpackingit.com. And, and get your ticket, get your table, and uh, come on out and, and, and hear more from Mike. It's going to be a, a great morning. Uh, we partner with FCA, and it should be really great. But, but Mike, do you have maybe a quick teaser uh, for, for what you may be talking about or what people can expect to, to hear when they come out on, on December 27th?
1: No, absolutely. I, you know, the, the thing that I want to talk about is, is because, you know, it's going to be really about these young folks is, is, is understanding uh, that the power of their dream is, is really where it's at, okay, mm. um, and, and unlocking their greatness. Um, because I, I feel like God has created all of us for a purpose, and, um, and, I, and I feel like that God give us understanding through, through our passions, through our dreams. Um, through our aspirations. It's a reason why the aspirations are, is there. And um, through those aspirations, he then began to, you know, reveal to us um, what, what our purpose is and what our gift is to serve to the world. And, and that's really what I want to talk about and, and, you know, what that looks like um, going through my life and, and, and kind of showing, um, you know, it's a process and, and, and God is a God of process and um a, a God of order. Mm. And um and so, you know, that's what we want to talk about. I wanna let these young folks know that, you know, it just all this stuff that, that I've done in my life just didn't fall out the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it 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 just doesn't work that way. And and so, um, you know, and that everybody have greatness and, and it's and it's um up to us to unlock our greatness and, and let um God work through that so so um you know he we can bless other people and be a blessing um, to the world. That's what it's all about.
0: Amen. Well, can't wait to, to hear more from you on December 27th. Can't wait to see you and, and really appreciate you being a part of unpacking it today. I uh, hope you have a wonderful Christmas uh, with the family and, uh, and, and we'll see you soon.
1: Absolutely, Bryce. Have a good one, buddy.
0: Wow, that was awesome. Mike Minter, one of my favorite Panthers growing up. And I've got a, an autographed hat uh, that I've had for, for many years. Uh, him and Jake DeLone were my two favorites. So years ago, my, my brother, he had the opportunity to go to a bunch of Panthers games and, and was buddies with uh, a son of one of the coaches. And so my brother was always on the sideline and everything. Well, one year he asked me, he goes, All right, Bryce, I'll, I'll get you uh, two autographs on a hat. Who do you want? And so I went Jake DeLome and Mike Minter. And, and so years later, to be able to talk with him uh, is fun. And then for him to be the keynote speaker at the Belk Bowl Breakfast, I'm fired up. And, and so each, each podcast, I try to wrap things up just based on a big takeaway from the conversation. And I really want to go back to that last part. And man, we could have had him continue to go down that direction. And, and I know that he will at the, the breakfast. And so um, I'm excited to hear more, but, but really what jumped out to me, first off, this idea of, you know, dreams inside of you and, and, you know, what, what can you do one day? And it's so tough. I, I'm 31 and you know, you get to, to certain ages and, and points of life and you, you kind of give up on, on your dreams and you think, well, my life is what it is and I'll just ride it out. And, and so to hear that type of, perspective from Mike and, and his desire to encourage people in that, I, I hope that I can be an encouragement to you as well because I've really seen, as I look back at my life, how God has used my, my passions and my skills and, and things that, that he gifted me with to, to all come together and he birthed this dream in me to start a ministry for sports fans to incorporate my, my love for him, but also my passion for sports. And I, I also had this, this desire early on in, in kind of middle school, high school, and, and eventually in college to pursue radio. And so that, that ties into this. And, and so I've seen it in my, in my, real, my real life. Um, it's real to me. And so what Mike Minter is saying isn't just motivational mumbo-jumbo. You know, it's there's there's truth to it, and and then the, the the concept of greatness. Now, I don't know how great unpacking it is or or will be one day, but I'll leave that up to God. But I but I do think that that as we're in His will and we're we're doing what He made us to do, and and we're in that sweet spot, it, it should be great, and and we should experience a, a greatness in our life. And it even goes along the lines of being a great dad, a great husband, a great friend. If, if the creator of the universe, who's all-powerful and all-knowing and filled with joy and peace, is, is living inside of us, that spirit is living inside of us, that, that should equal greatness. That, that we should exude that and represent that and, and shouldn't just be ho-hum on to the next day. Um, and now Mike mentioned, too, just that the idea of process, it takes time and, and unpacking it is just getting going. You know, we've been working at it the last few years, and this year was a, a great breakthrough for us. But but I know that that I'm in process and God continues to, to work in me and change me and, and develop me and make me realize that, that even desires that I've had over the years, which ones are from him. And then which ones are just selfish desires that, that really I'm just seeking my own interests, that, that they're really not from him. But the cool thing is when, when you really seek the Lord, there, there's a, a synergy and, and they, they line up. And, and that's, that's really where you can thrive and, and experience the, the greatness that, that he is, that he places in us. But it all goes back to him. He's the source. And it's not about us being great. It's about us showing his greatness through us um, and him working through us to, to reveal that greatness, which points back to him. And so it's for his glory. Um, but, but I think when we, when we just take the steps of faith and seek him, uh, great things do happen. So uh, that's my, my big takeaway and kind of message to myself and to all of us today. So I hope that you're encouraged buy that in your own life and so uh keep up with us check out unpackingit.com. sign up for the weekday email devotional on unpackingit.com. have a wonderful week and thanks so much for listening today we'll talk to you next time on the unpacking it podcast